following podcast may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. What do you do when you find an unidentified object in your backyard? You call the police? The military? Or do you just keep it as decor in your home? The Betts family was tasked with these exact questions until their unidentified object began moving on its own accord. This is Unexplained Realms, the podcast. I'm your host, Anne, joined by producer Eddie V. Hola. Hola a todos. Fort George Island, Florida, March 1974. The Betts family were trying to determine what caused a brush fire that occurred on their 88-acre wooded property. The area is heavily surrounded by marshlands, large hanging trees, and various tropical plants. On this particular day, Antoine Betts, an engineer, his wife Jerry Betts, and their 21-year-old son Terry Betts, who was pre-med at the time, they were all searching for the reason the brush fire occurred. While searching for the cause of the fire, Terry found a shiny sphere in the brush. Not knowing exactly what it was, they assumed it would be a piece of a NASA satellite. There wasn't any evidence to support their theory, though, of an impact, and this shiny ball hadn't been damaged. The family loaded the shiny orb up and took it home. They found that the sphere weighed 22 pounds and could pass for a shiny bowling ball. The family showed it to its friends and other family members and began to assume it was an old cannonball as the island's history dates back to the 16th century. Though strange occurrences began shortly after the Betts family brought the sphere into their home. One day, Terry began strumming his guitar while the balls sat in a windowsill. And the ball began to vibrate in the same way that a tuning fork would. It would also make throbbing sounds to certain tones. Other times, the family would hear the sound of an organ throughout the home. But they did not own an organ. The Betts family began to experiment with the seamless, shiny sphere. 
by placing it on a table and watching it navigate itself without falling off the table. Other times, the ball would vibrate, pause, and roll back to whoever first rolled it. The family witnessed the ball roll for 12 minutes straight without ever stopping. Terry experimented by tapping on the ball with a hammer, which caused the ball to make a sound similar to a ringing bell. When placed on the family's glass-top coffee table, it would roll directly to the right edge, then roll back to the opposite edge, and would continue to do this over and over. Everyone reacted differently to the ball. The family's dog was visibly bothered by a sound that came from it. The dog would whimper and cover his ears, as if she could hear something no one else could. A 12-year-old relative was extremely captivated by the sphere. Aside from its odd sounds, vibrations, and movements, the family believed the ball behaved differently during different weather conditions noting more activity on a sunny and clear days, but showed no reaction to heat or infrared light. The shiny sphere could move around on its own and quite possibly made doors slam throughout the house. The family noticed a magnetic area on the surface of the ball and would describe it as shiny, polished, with no seams, hinges, or screws. Though, there was a triangle on the smooth surface. It seemed as if the ball had internal instincts and acted to protect itself. After some time, the Betts family decided they needed to identify this strange sphere, so they contacted the media. The Jacksonville Journal sent photographer Lou Egner. While the photographer was present, he witnessed the sphere roll across the floor, stop, turn, and roll into another direction. April 16, 1974, Jerry was quoted in the News Sentinel from Lodi, California. If you shake the ball vigorously and then place it on the ground, it feels like a huge Mexican jumping bean, which is trying to get away from you. Since the family went to the media, the ball quickly became headline news and gained the attention of the military and scientists. NASA as well. Even the U.S. Marine Corps made contact with the Betts family. 
They all wanted to see this ball for themselves. Many UFO investigators also made contact with the family. With so many contacting the family and asking for this fear, they were very cautious of who they released it to. The family finally allowed the ball to be released to the Jacksonville Naval Air Station. They were to have a report within two weeks, and if the government didn't deem this as government property, it could be released back to the family. Oddly enough, an x-ray wasn't possible as they were unable to penetrate it. It was determined that the ball was 7.96 inches in diameter and weighed a total of 21.34 pounds. It was also determined that the shell of this ball was about a half an inch thick and the material was stainless steel and magnetic ferrous alloy, which was created for heat treatment and to avoid corrosion. The sphere was able to withstand pressure of 120,000 pounds per square inch. Further inspection by the Navy proved that the ball had two more objects inside with no signs of radioactivity. Since the Navy was unable to find anything dangerous or harmful, they released the ball back to the Betts family. The family allowed several other researchers to study it in their home and even entered it into a contest to prove UFOs are real. They didn't win. They sent the sphere to astronomer and renowned UFOologist J. Allen Hynek. He believed the sphere was man-made. The last researcher to make a statement on the ball was Dr. James Harder. He claimed that if the ball was compromised in any way, that it would behave like an atom bomb. After this claim, the family and the sphere faded out of the media spotlight. The media calls and ufologists hounded the family, causing them to simply stop answering. The origins, purpose, and whereabouts of the Bet Sphere are unknown today. Is the Sphere an autonomous cannonball? Or a piece of alien technology? I guess we leave this. to the realms of the unexplained. I really want this story to be true. <laughs> <laughs> 
an alien sphere rolling around somebody's house, but the internet will debunk this whole thing with the story of the artist James Derling Jones. Oh, yeah. He was reportedly collecting scrap metal for use in his sculptures. He loaded up ball check valves onto the luggage rack of his VW bus and drove through the Betts family's area in 1971. Apparently, a few of the balls rolled off the luggage rack and were lost. No, no. I wanted this to be a real alien ball, too. Like, oh, oh my God. Why did you fucking tell me that? Why did you (laughs) tell me that? You just ruined everything. I mean. Though, I retain my theory of an alien sphere, okay? (laughs) Because when it was studied, they realized it was not hollow. It actually had two spheres within it as well as a magnetic magnetic poles that could move around on their own Mm -hmm. it was also said that it was sending out radio waves well if the above explanation is true i find it odd that a the one that the betts family found on their property was the only one found and b how is it that the sphere made it from the highway to their property so yeah i'm gonna side with you on this one because guess how many fucks I give for the opinions people give on the interwebs? <laughs> well, who knows? Hopefully it's true. It's an alien sphere. If you're new, you can visit us at unexplainedrealms.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and TikTok. And don't forget to smash those like, subscribe, and follow buttons. And don't forget to hit the show notifications button on Spotify so you get reminders when we drop a new episode. Support for this podcast comes from Anchor.fm and V Media Studios.